It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. That's our cue to start uh, gabbing. Uh, Brady's back, so we'll gab a little more uh, here today on yeah, the I, show. I leave for a week and everything gets turned on its head. What, what's going on? Nothing's turned on its head. Everything is... There's nothing to see here, Brady. It, Everything is it was, as we expected. It was maybe the most interesting week we've had since week one. The, the, the BWAC was supposed to be a 27-way tie because we've got that many good teams in that We league. have one undefeated team left now. We have, and it's just like, oh, of course, the one week I leave is the one week when all this stuff happens that I'm not expecting it to. So, But it'll be a lot of fun to talk about. We'll, we'll basically use the first segment for me to catch up in and – reconnect with you on what happened this past weekend think a lot of people will want to listen to segment two and then we'll have the the, the top 10 in week three or couple, week three segment three there are a couple of basketball scores too this week so that yeah be right <laughs> all right we'll get into it in just a moment when you run with us on a gator utv the engine has your full attention the herd takes notice and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. 
Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Dura Clean by Bachelor. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton on a uh, Saskas. There were a few very big games. Yeah, well, uh, you didn't get a chance to to talk about this, and, and I thought it was a big story on Friday night. That uh, Northern loses at Mott and yep. BH beats Sterling Heights, and I don't even think the Big Reds realized it at the time that they'd want to share the Mac Blue Championship with those results. Well, they probably weren't scoreboard watching. They probably figured that, as we all did, Northern would take care of business. So <clears throat> I don't know if you mentioned it on Saturday's show, but it is the first time since 1951 through 53 that Port Huron High has won three straight league titles. 69 years, Dennis. Wow, that's a long time. But um, you know what? Uh, this is good for the bigger. They've been good for a while now, Brady. Uh, this is basically fourth league championship in six years. We're getting to close to two decades of Port here on high. Of you're, you expect them to win at least six, seven games a year and compete for a league title. I know they had like one or two years in there where they won three or four games. The one year, didn't they miss the playoffs but win the league? Yeah. Yeah, that's actually happened to them a couple of times uh, in uh, in history that I remember. I, I remember them winning the white uh, one year and having a losing record, and missing the playoffs because they had to cross all of their over wins. The the, all of their wins were in the white, though. They were like zero and five outside of league and four and zero in league. Yeah, let me pull it up real quick because I mean, basically, since you want to say two thousand seven. They've been really, really good. Uh, so big congrats to Coach Perkins and Port here on high. I mean, you have you, you're at the helm for two years and you have two league titles, and especially with all the the stuff, the injuries, and others things that he's had to deal with. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good year at the helm and, for, and you, per, for Coach Perkins. And you look at it after week one. When they got shellacked. By the way, 2013 and 2016, they both uh, they at least got shares of the league title and didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, after they got shellacked in week one, a lot of people were, were kind of hanging their heads going, oh, boy, we're not going to have a good team. Then they won three in a row. Everybody was back on the bandwagon. Then they lost the game to Northern. And the two straight blowout victories, 70 points in the last two weeks. And it's going to be three straight. They're going to yeah. blow out fits. And they, and, and they didn't even have Amari Holler for the win on Friday night. Nate Oriole steps in and uh, does what he does 
uh, best relief pitcher in football. <laughs> um, and uh, he comes in and guides his team to another win. Yeah. Yeah, I know Coach Perkins really likes Nate Oriole, so they take care of business, but they were helped out by Warren Mott. And, you know, when when you look at the score, it feels like that the defense did about what you'd expect. I mean, if you had to say how much would, would Mott score, you'd say 14. You you just thought Porter on high or Porter on Northern rather could get to twenty, and they'd win the game twenty to fourteen, twenty four fourteen. They didn't, and they get the league title. But I'm sure, excuse me, that it it sticks in their craw a little that they have to share it with their crosstown rival. Yeah, but uh, again, I keep saying this: it's not who you play; it's when you play them. Mott started the season one and three, uh, and they were giving up points and not scoring too much. Their offense is better now, but where they've turned it around, last three weeks, 14 points, 13 points, 10 points. Um, they've, they're a better football team now than they were. Are they a great football team? No, they're not going to go into the playoffs and upset people and, but and that, all of that. <laughs> they'll, they'll, get, they'll get thwacked by Chippewa Valley this week because that's they'll, not fair. And then they'll beat Tower. And then they'll beat uh, Tower, and they'll end up having a winning record this season. And if they make the playoffs, that actually might help out Northern yeah. in the long run because then you have a nice little grouping of Mott, Cousineau, De La Salle, and Roseville that are all within a stone's throw away from each other, and they go, there's a district, and neither Roseville or De La Salle have to go and play uh, Port Huron High or Northern. Yeah, li- literally, there's not a school there that's 15 minutes from another school. Like, yeah, the far th- and that's because of traffic. Yeah, Ro- Roseville and Mott are – maybe it's a 15, 20-minute drive just because of the streetlights. If, if there were no streetlights, it would take what, 10 minutes? Not even. Five, you could get there in five minutes with no streetlights. Oh, yeah, that, that might actually help Northern in the long run, but I'm sure they don't want to hear that. Their undefeated season goes by the wayside because if they win this one, they're staring dead in the face of a 9-0 and regular season. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say much about Marine City beating Clintondale except their, their team this year just feels like a, a, a car in the winter where you have to warm it up and it's all right, <laughs> wait, wait for the heat to kick in. Last week it was 13 to eight at halftime. This week it was 12 to eight. And both times it ended up being an absolute thwomping. Uh, this week, 47 to eight over Clintondale. They score 35 points in the second half. Thanks for coming. Yeah, uh, the their closest uh, game is uh, since week one is 23 points against, or no, I guess South Lake is 17 points. Yeah. So, but they scored fifty three that night, and that was a game that was what thirty. I think it was thirty six thirty or thirty three to thirty. Marine City was up in the third quarter, and they just no one to turn on the afterburners. Yeah, I, I know the Mariners scored the last twenty points of that game. So, <laughs> yeah, so they were actually down at one point thirty six thirty, or it was it was something yeah. weird like that. Uh, Marysville St Clair kind of went the way I expected it to. I think it went exactly the way we expected it to. St. Clair put up a hell of a fight. They were tough. They grinded it out. They they weren't laying over and dying, and Marysville made a couple plays. You said the one interception you told me about was kind of the deal breaker, but St. Clair had a uh, goal line stand, uh, and they just the defense couldn't hold up for all four quarters and play basically a perfect game. Over the last two years, has there been anybody better inside their 10-yard line than St. Clair? No. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Marysville gave the football 
to uh, McKinney the first time, and he's a tank, and he couldn't get in from, you know, two yards out. And then uh, Lavalley tried to sneak from an inch out, and he couldn't get an inch. Um, and, and but but that's where it ends for St. Clair because offensively they do move the ball a little bit, you know, between the twenty-yard lines. Um, but they they just the the line doesn't open enough holes for the run game, and it doesn't protect well enough for the pass game to be consistently good. But having not seen the Saints yet the, uh, this year until this game. They do have a couple of guys that I think are good players, um, and it, it's it's not all negatives and bad. No, for for Saint and a lot Claire. of their good players are younger. Um, they will be back. Yeah, and and hopefully they can get things right in Week Eight against Hazel Park and get a win. Eh, it'll only be their third, but I, I'd rather win a third game than not win a third game. Right. So let's talk about the the, the oh well the other big story the BWAC. You're right, Dennis. It ended up where we thought it would end up, but a lot of times I thought we didn't think we'd get to this point. Uh, I mean, two weeks ago it looked like North Branch and Croslex were earmarked for a battle of the unbeatens, a colossal titanic battle that was going to leave a mushroom cloud over North Branch. And now not quite, Armada said, hi, we're still here, and every chance I get, I'm going to apologize to Kyle <laughs> Rowley and Armada because there have been twice I went, yeah, Armada's good, but they're not going to beat Marine City. Cutscene 28-27. Yeah, they're good, but North Branch is rolling. They aren't going to beat North Branch. Cutscene 38-27, or 37-28. I mean, Ar- Armada just finds ways to win. So I guess we'll start with them. They're six and one. Dennis, I think you saw their worst game of the year, and maybe Croslex's best game of the year. Looking back at it, well, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm gonna throw in there the Swan Valley game, yeah, too for them. Um, and then the other wins were wins that they were supposed to get, and and they struggled in the one. But, but since um, that game, they have just been their defense has been great. Yeah, twenty-eight points is the most they've given up since that game, and that's against a North Branch team that that North Branch is looking at it and going twenty-eight because they had scored. Uh, They're still th- one th- of the this, top ten offenses in the state. This is a true story: fifty-six, sixty, fifty-one, thirty-four, seventy-four, sixty-two, and then only twenty-eight. Only twenty-eight. So Armada is just quietly getting better, and Armada has put themselves in a position. To claim the BWAC, Dennis, this stat I don't think can be matched anywhere else in the state in the last since was last eight seasons, right? So going back to the 2014 season, if Armada beats Richmond, they which will, they should, they will be the sixth different team to claim a BWAC title in that time, which is just stupid to think about. But that's where this league would get wacky. That would be a wacky result to me is if Richmond upsets the game. And remember, it's a big rivalry game. It's for the jug. And up until 2020, it was the rivalry went, oh, yeah, that is a rivalry. They do play for a trophy. And Richmond had had it forever. And now how quickly the tables have turned. Let's talk about what this means for North Branch and Cross Lex. Because like I just said, 
If you asked us two weeks ago, we thought that Cross, Lex, and North Branch were going to likely be undefeated and likely have a game that would have brought everyone from both towns and every town around them and had a magnetic pull and had this the biggest game in the state of Michigan. Now, we know they're both good teams, Dennis, but both have something to prove how good they are because there's question marks with both sides. Croslex got the win over MLA City, which was to be expected, so you're not going to make any declarations about what Croslex is now. And North Branch loses a game we felt they were the, fa- the slight favorite, but th- they were favored. So this is a very interesting game. It goes from Titanic Clash to two teams with a lot to prove that might meet each other in another few weeks. Yeah, that's that's the other part about this is that we're, we have a real good chance of playing this game twice. And this could be for home field advantage. Yeah, um, and right now what I want to see from Croslex is the team that I saw at the beginning of the year when they were healthy. Newsflash, Croslex is getting healthy. Yeah. Um, I don't know that they're completely there yet, but uh, Hosterman played last week, and we're hearing good things about possibly Groppy. Um, that would be huge for them. Don't know that it happens now or if it happens in week nine or if it happens in week ten. But when it happens, I think Croslex is very dangerous. And when it happens, that Croslex team is the best team that I've seen play football this year. But the other thing I want to see from them is you have a North Branch offense who just had their worst offensive output with 28 points, which, by the way, is just a stupid stat. Scoring 28 points is your lowest scoring game. (laughs) Against a defense that throw out the MLA City game, it's kind of struggled their last two games against Yale and Almont. I want to see that defense tighten up on both sides. And it's a clash of styles, and it's a very fun type of game. But this is kind of, this is turned into a prove it game for both sides going into the postseason. Well, again, it's what do you want to believe about the pioneers on that side of the ball? Do you want to believe the four games where they've given up thirty three total points, or do you want to believe the two games where they gave up sixty six points, and one of those was thirty seven to an Elmont team? That uh, again, this is what Elmont does: thirty five, forty four, forty two. Then fourteen and ten against North Branch and are made up, but then thirty-seven and forty-four. I I think the big I will and we'll obviously we'll preview the show a lot more on uh, Thursday. But North Branch was able to throw it a little bit against our made up, a little bit out of necessity. If they can throw it, that's what's been hurting Cross Lex. If Will Damask can throw it, I think they'll have a chance, even though that's not their comfort zone. He did have 195 yards and three touchdowns in the loss, and that was only on nine completions. Right. So when they hit, they hit big. Um, anything else? Yale had the win, or had the Algonac win by Ubley dominates again. Not surprising. Peck has a nice win, and I'm going to keep saying Caleb Letner's name uh, because he is he is putting up stupid numbers that even eclipse Brendan Hazenlater. As much as we talk about him, uh, Hazenlater that. In our area, he's not the leading rusher, and it's a little different with Peck because there is no backups to put in, and yeah, and it is it's eight, eight man, man football, which is a little more offensive friendly. But he went for three fifty three and three touchdowns uh, last week, and he's out now over two thousand yards and twenty six touchdowns. 
that's stupid and, and video game-like numbers. Uh, he has a chance, that, again, this is courtesy of Mike Gallagher, a good friend. He has a good chance to break Cody Abrego's uh, uh, record, if you remember him from the state championship oh, yeah. pack teams. He had 2,200, but the difference is it took him 13 games to get there. Yeah, he. Uh, what's he at right now? He's at two thousand forty-four. He is. Yeah, he he, oh, he could he do it. Next actually, week. could get it this week in eight at games. CPS. In eight games, he has an outside shot, depending on what Peck does in the playoffs at three thousand yards. Yeah, uh, and and again, since week one, when we and we found out since week one, Brown City's pretty good. Yes, uh, they have scored 54, 50, 42, 46, 44, and forty-six. They they were playing for the league championship this past week, and they beat New Haven Merritt, the next best team in their league, by 40 points. <laughs> yeah. So if that doesn't tell you where they are, where they're at right now, how much Peck's improved, should should tell you a, a lot. Mer- Merritt had scored 110 points in their last two games, and Peck held them to six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is crazy. And if I'm seeing this correctly... According to the MHSAA site, the eight-man football record for rushing yards in a season is twenty-four ninety-three. He's that seems probably doable. Going to break that, yeah. In the regular season, he's probably going to break that. According again, according to the site, um, if I'm reading this correctly, and I've double-checked this a lot, the the record is twenty-four ninety-three by Wyatt Wesley from Morris last year. And he did it in 11 games. There's a chance he can get there. I'm actually surprised the kid from Powers North Central, the quarterback, it seemed like he had 4,000 yards rushing a couple years ago. He he (laughs) felt like it. And I I only uh, know about one game he played, but it felt like he had 4,000 yards in that game. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, Anything else uh, from this past week that uh, Mooney keeps rolling? Mooney keeps rolling. Brown City, 64-62. Oh, yeah. Shame on me. me You didn't get to talk about this. Uh, This was a Saturday game. And and Brown City goes to 6-1 on the the season uh, and have now scored 344 points this year. Again, they have the one blemish. They lost to the number one team in the state at Martin. Uh, Otherwise, they have just been dominant against everybody that they played, uh, and and they're going to be a heavy favorite in the last uh, two weeks of the uh, the season, if they even have to go to Vandercook Lake at all. Vandercook Lake right. has forfeited two of their last three games, so I don't know what's going on there. Uh, and then, of course, they picked up KPAC for week nine. Yeah, so Brown City is looking like they want another run at Martin, and they I think they're going to get it. Um, so that was great. Mooney kept winning. We talk, just talked about Peck. So, yeah, that's kind of all the, the, the quick thoughts from this past weekend. Um, we'll find out more this week. It, again, good news for Northern is they have two very winnable games the next two weeks. Um, Armada, just you got to get past the rivalry game and your league champs for the first time in 18 years. And Croslex and North Branch, we know you're good, but we want to know our hopes for them, I think you can agree, for both North Branch and Croslex. Don't just be area good. They could be state good. And there's a little bit of questions about it, but they could have lost to two other possibly state good teams. Yeah. Yeah. That, again, yeah. Uh, the, the top four are that good in that league. There's a very – So that it – the way it is now, 
maybe we didn't get there the way we thought we'd get there, but the way it is now, it actually doesn't surprise me that we 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 should have multiple champions in this league. Am I going too hyperbolic when I say there is a decent chance we have three BWAC teams in a regional final? Um, I don't think it's out of the, the question, but again, I want to give everybody around the right. state credit that there, that there I mean, are good say, teams out there. I'm not going saying, oh, there's, oh we're going to have to pick between these three teams. Yeah, but, no, but, but, no, but I mean, don't be surprised if like our, Armada, if Elmont, if North Branch or Crosslex, because they're probably going through the same district. And if they get separated, there's out. a chance they and, meet and, in the yeah, region. Yeah, yeah that's, that could be a regional final if they get separated. Which, again, Armada has to beat Marine City. That's not an easy thing to do. The, there's Crosslex in North Branch. They, hell, they might get Orchard Lake St. Mary's in their district because Brother Rice couldn't win a damn football game that we needed them <laughs> to. Uh, but that's, uh, yeah, the BWAC's good. That's how I'll end it. And we'll talk a little bit more about the BWAC when we come back. All right. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. 
Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back, Dennis and uh, Brady. Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast. As always, we're having fun. Yeah, I'm trying to revise the playoff format just because I'm a grumpy pants and, and, and I'm you tired of the same two teams. And you don't always want to see to Port Huron High and Northern play each other in the first round or the second round all the time. Anyway, yeah. that's not what we're talking about. So, Dennis, you know, you've been in this business long enough, and you know that you hear things and rumblings of things all the time, right? You hear stuff that, oh, this rumor about this or this rumor about that. And then it falls on you to substantiate it and make sure it's not just tavern talk. Two guys sitting at the bar, right, and having a conversation over a beer. You've had, I'm sure you've had a lot of those in your time. Oh, yeah. Well, and, what, what you're going to bring up. Right. This is the thing. They're talking about it. Right. And there have been a lot of times that you hear a rumor and then you try to find something out and there's nothing to it. This is one that I, I was made aware of a, a short while ago that – talking to certain people and trying to make sure it was real before I came to the airwaves with it. I wanted to make sure that this was legit because it's something we've talked about for a long time and something that we, well, at least me more so than maybe Dennis have personally wanted. There are very real talks of BWAC expansion. And when I say talks, I mean the ADs are on calls, in a room together. I don't know the specifics. But there are discussions between the BWAC athletic directors and some other athletic directors. And you go, okay, well, where are they expanding? Well, it's right about where you'd think. They want to go to 12 teams. They want a north and a south. They want Marysville, Marine City, St. Clair. Makes sense, right? Those are the three. But you need that 12th. And I've always talked about where do you go to get it. There's not an obvious fit. And the 12th team, from what I understand, would be Millington. Millington's a little far out west, but when you're from MLA City and North Branch, it's really not that far. 
It's still a hike. It's like, still Mill- a hike. Millington is out on an island, but here, here's the thing. Like, if you're the, the schools in our immediate area, you only got to go out there when you cross over once with them every, once every few years. And so they're the going to come to you. So the way it would year. likely work, and we can talk, get into the meat and potatoes of it, but no, you wouldn't have to go out to Millington every year, especially in football. Um, and, again, and I can guarantee you this, in football, when you do go to play Millington, it'll be a big game because they always have good teams. Right. So Millington fits in. They would be a smaller school. They're about Almont size, so they'd be a D6, but – Football, they're good. Basketball, they're not that they've great. Had, they've had some good years. The, some they're bad. not not like football, and we know what they are in softball. Yeah, and, the, and the, they're a great fit for the BWAC in softball. So, That's all we need right. is a 12th really good softball team. So, again, here is what it would be. You'd have the south would be Marysville, St. Clair, Marine City, Algonac, Richmond, Armada. Makes sense. The north, Croslex, Yale, Almont. MLA City, North Branch, Millington. And, again, they haven't gotten to the point where it would be they, – they've discussed scheduling. That's just the very basic framework of what this would be. And now, Dennis, like, let's – And there are other questions because, as we mentioned, we're gonna, there's yes. more than just – this is more than just football. This would be all right. the sports. Let, and that's what I want to have the discussion about is what are the hurdles to getting to this? Well, the first big one for uh, – the, the most legitimate hurdles and the most legitimate complaints, I believe, would be about the Marine City, St. Clair, and Marysville swim team. There's no swimming in the BWAC. Millington doesn't swim. And I don't know what the MAC would say, but I have a pretty good feeling that if you ask, well, can we leave, for everything, leave the MAC for everything but swimming, they tell you you're number one and tell you to get lost. Which I think is stupid. What's the big deal? But I'm just saying. And that why mess with all the Mac swimming th- th- who are used to swimming with those? I'm just saying that that's probably. They're saying. I it, know. If you're out, you're out. You're yeah. not. It's you, you can't break up with me, but still leave your Halloween decorations in my shed. Like, if we're I done, mean, we're what's done. What's the big deal? I, come I know. Over once a year to get my Halloween I'm just decorations. saying. That, so that's the issue. And then. Where you go from there is, okay, do those three, are they independent? Do they, I mean, you could form a three-team league to at least get two or three league uh, meets a year and then fill a little rest out independently. That would be a big hurdle. And the other one's Marysville hockey. Mac hockey might let them stay because there's only, what, like 10 or 12 Mac They're already struggling hockey teams teams anyway. So that one might be a little more viable. But you, uh, you can do hockey independent a lot easier than you can do swimming independent. Uh, I mean, look at Thumb Legion. They've yeah. been independent. They find Marysville teams- could go independent in hockey and probably end up playing the same schedule that they play because those MAC teams are still going to schedule them because they right. still need those games. Right. So there are ways to do that. It, would it be a little more work? Yes. Is it easy for me to say that? Yes. But I think those are the biggest hurdles. Now... Some of the pushback I've heard is, and it's the same refrain you got why the the teams went to the MAC, exposure. And I want to throw the biggest flag on that ever. Did Hudson Davenport have any problem getting exposure? It's not 1995 anymore where you have to send in a VHS tape of your team and they only get to see who they see in person. 
it's 2022. If you're good, you are found. And here's the other thing. There's huddle. There's yes. all this stuff now. How many scouts are at Max Silver games? Are you going to get more exposure if you go play Madison Heights Lamphere than if you go and play Almont? Are you going to get more exposure if you're going down in a crossover and playing Clawson than if you go up and play Richmond? Yeah, nobody's coming to watch you play Clintondale. Nobody's coming to watch you play anybody in the bronze. Nobody's probably nobody's coming to watch you play anybody in the gold unless they're there for the kids in the on the gold team. Right. And that's the argument. Well, you get the scouts there. In, in the gold, you might get a someone at Gross Point North who, guess what, is going to be up in the blue next time they realign. Like, the blue is the first level of where it's at and where you can start to make that argument. But that is an argument I don't want to hear. The other one is some programs are saying, well, the competition level will go down for – and. It, it makes sense for some, like, if you look at not the main sports, but I know, like, St. Clair tennis has been really, really good, has been elite level. And those are some where you go, okay, they're playing Cranbrook, they're playing in the Mac Red. That's where you can argue that yeah. the competition level is, is there is a drop off. Um, but for the main sports you think of, for the big team sports, for football, that, that's an easy one. It's going to be one of the toughest Class B leagues in the state. Uh, for, for basketball, both boys and girls, you're going to have good, tough competition. Is it going to be a superpower? No, but you're not playing. The Max Silver is not a superpower league as it is. Heck, they basically made uh, a mini version of this with, when you, we get to boys basketball. PH, Marysville, St. Clair, Marine City are all in the same damn league anyway. Yeah. So that's not an issue. Girls basketball. Not not an issue. I mean, I know recently the MAC teams have been a little better, but MLA City's been in there, and it, it goes in waves. Uh, baseball and softball. Okay, St. Clair plays in the MAC white, but they is, had been in the, in the red. No, softball, softball was baseball. They're they're playing in the white. Is it that much of a drop off? Because if we want to be honest about it, you've been playing that competition, and they've made it out of a district one time. So if they're arguing it prepares them for the playoffs, I'm going to call foul and then say, who's been eliminating you in the playoffs the last 10 years? Been mostly BWAC teams. Whether it's Algonac or Richmond, the BWAC has been the teams knocking out St. Clair who's been playing high levels uh, of baseball in the MAC White. Look at this past year. Richmond had them. Richmond's really good at baseball. Algonac's really good at baseball. Same with softball. North Branch, Yale had good baseball teams this past year. North Branch had a really good softball team. Almont's been good at baseball and softball. Cross-Lex, not as good as they were two years ago, but they were a damn good baseball team two years ago. The level of competition is not an argument I want to hear, and the exposure is not an argument I want to hear because... And the other thing, the other dirty secret that maybe we don't want to admit as much, Dennis, outside of football, most recruiting happens in travel, in AAU basketball, in travel baseball, the high-level travel baseball, not dad made a team so kid can play. No, the, the high, high levels of travel baseball and softball is where more recruiting happens because it's all condensed. And no, because you're playing Millington instead of playing, I don't know, Warren Modern, that's a bad example, because Chip Valley, that's not going to make the difference whether a kid goes D1 or not. Hey, who, who just had a kid commit to Michigan? 
Algonac. Jake Kasner's going to Michigan to yeah. play baseball. I and think a girl doing, going to Michigan. I think too, I think they're, I think Algonac's doing all right in the BWAC getting kids exposure. So those are arguments that may have held weight when I was born in 1996, but don't hold weight now. And, and again, if you're good enough, they will come and find you. Do you know how neurotic college coaches are about recruiting? especially at the D1 level, go ask a grad assistant what their job is. There are guys that their only job is to scour Twitter and watch all those. You know when you click on a a tweet and it has, hey, send me your film, and there's 800 replies with film? There's a GA that watches all that film. They want the best players. They want any excuse to get a better player. So this thing isn't a slam dunk. It's not like, oh, this is happening now. But this is as real as the talk has ever been, I guess would be a good way yeah. to put it. I, I'd like to get it by this. Uh, they're not going to make a change mid, <laughs> mid, mid school, school year. year, but boy, would I like to get it. Think about this, Brady, okay? These are the top eight teams for softball. Yeah. Uh, you, you would have a league that would have Richmond, Algonac, Millington, North Branch, Elmont, Marysville, St. Clair, Marine City in it. And then your your bottom feeders, Emily City's pretty good. Yeah. Armada's not bad. Cross-Lex. Cross-Lex slugs with all of them. They just need to find a pitcher, and then right. they're going to be in the upper tier. Uh, and Yale. Yeah, Yale, Yale's the one team that struggled, and we have a pretty sneaking suspicion Yale struggled because they played in the BWAC. Mm-hmm. Yep. Listen. I know there are a lot of logistical stuff behind the scenes. Again, it is a very real concern. Hey, what do you do with swimming? What do you do with Marysville hockey? Yeah. But that's a question that the ADs have to ask themselves. And from what I've heard, I'm not going to say which, but there are schools that have basically said, sign us up. We just need to get all the signatures. But that's the real concern, but you have to ask yourself as an AD, do the positives of not having to go down to Lincoln where you can't have fans because it's, they got into fights and they're punishing kids and punishing the schools for a fight against Madison. Is that game worth more? Is it keeping that worth those other sports or do the positives of a change outweigh the negatives? And no, I'm not delusional thinking every single game will be packed, but Go to East China Stadium on any game that's not St. Clair, Mary, whenever basically Marysville's not in town or it's the battle for the bell. And, Dennis, you could put a tent up in the visiting stands. Yeah, yeah. You you, you could set off uh, a nuclear device and not touch anybody <laughs> in the visiting uh, stands. Um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, though, another potential thing is is you, you can't just get St. Clair or just get Marine City. They've got to come together so, because it's the same school district. That is not a rule hard and fast in stone. The rumor was uh, that originally North Branch's BWAC spot was offered to Marine City, and basically it was told you either take them both or you don't take either. That was back then. Things could have changed by now, but, yeah, it's – probably is what's going to happen. I would imagine that while theoretically you could have them in different leagues, it's not a, like it wouldn't like get the school district shut down, but for all practicality. They like to keep them together. But again, they're both in the MAC, but for all intents and purposes, they're not in the same conference. 
They're in the same governing body, but rarely are they in the same league for any sport. Like now having them in football and basketball, it's the first time that's happened in a long time. So that's where we're at. Um, that's about all I can tell you on this. Again, the, the North, Croslex, Yale, Emily City, Almont, North Branch, Millington. The South would be Marysville, St. Clair, Marine City, Algonac, Richmond, Armada. Don't know, I, all I can tell you is there have been talks. The ADs have been discussing to where if it had gotten anywhere near this point before, someone had shut it down. And it seems like everyone's at the table trying to discuss and maybe get to the next step of logistics of, hey, okay, how do we schedule this sport? How do we schedule this sport? Do we do a championship game? Things like that. And I don't know. I guess maybe I should find out. Maybe the school boards have to vote on it. I'm sure at some point there would be a formal uh, invitation, I guess would be the yeah. word to say. You'd get the formal invite from the BWAC, and then I don't know if that's a superintendent decision, if that's a school board decision, if it's both. But Also, you don't know if they're going to hold like a public forum to let people say, hey, we want right. this or we don't want this. I would say, though, and maybe I'm wrong, the public probably would be overwhelmingly for it. Yeah, I, I think most people would be in favor of this. I really can't think of, of too many arguments that are legit arguments against Against, it. the swim thing is a legit concern. Yeah. The, the hockey thing's a legit concern. But for people going, well, Millington, that's so far away. Don't talk to me because Marine City played a game at Clawson this year. It's what, 15 minutes further, uh, if, if that? If you're going down to Madison... Right, you're 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 going as pretty much. If it, you're going it, to yeah, if you're going to yeah. go play Lampfear, if you're going to go play Hazel Park, make it more local-ish. I know North Branch isn't a, a drive around, but that's why you do divisions. So, like, let's say in football, it, you if you don't if you don't have a championship game, you have two crossovers, one home, one away. So that be, basically means football-wise, you go to North Branch or you go to Millington once every decade. Basketball, hey. On odd years, Croslex comes to Marysville. On even years, Marysville goes to Croslex. You play every a home and home with your division. You'd play uh, alternating year home and homes with the other division. Like it's you're, the the travel would be a lot better instead of having home and homes with, like I said, Hazel Park, Lampfear, Clawson, Warren Lincoln. Like I just think I'm obviously in favor for it and. I know that there's a lot more things that the athletic directors would need to nail down. Again, they do cross-country different. They do tennis differently, things like that. But overall, I think this would be a good move, and I hope it keeps getting explored further. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not against it. So I'll just put that out there, and then I'll let the people who know better than me figure it all out, and they'll tell us whether we have it. And we'll go, yay. Or they'll tell us we don't have it, and we'll go, oh, man. Yeah, and I don't want people to go out there saying, hey, this is for sure happening. Because, again, there have just been discussions. There have just been talks. And this very easily could fall apart by Thanksgiving. And then we have to get reacquainted with the Mac pretty quickly. And the 18 You love the Mac. You would miss Lamp here. No, I would not. But you would miss it is, I will say, Dennis, this is as much and as, as real of a possibility as it's ever been, probably since you've been here. Well, you've been here the entire they, time. They can only do this if they promise Lincoln comes up and plays Marysville, St. Clair, and Marine City. <laughs> no. No. So 
Let's get Lincoln in instead of Millington. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> any any anything else on this, Dennis, before we uh let it go? So I guess, yeah, breaking news. Uh the BWAC is at least looking to maybe expand. Okay. Well we'll go we'll go with that and then we'll uh we'll take a break. Uh and uh, then we'll do the, the top ten which uh, I don't know about yours, but mine's got some shuffling to it this week, so uh, it should be a lot of fun. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs. O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year. Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. 
getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. Uh, it's time now for the uh, the area top uh, 10, uh, Brady. And uh, I don't know about you, but uh, uh, up at the top, I got a lot of shuffling this week. Well, let's start at the bottom. <laughs> um, number 10 for me, we'll get right into it, Harbor Beach. Harbor Beach, I mean, they've lost one game, and it's to Ubley. Ubley's a damn good football team. I'm not going to punish them for that too much. Just I think everyone above them has a case to be above them. Yeah, Harbor Beach stays at number 10 uh, for me. They had a big win over Memphis. That was to be expected. They're a good football team. Number nine, I have Cardinal Mooney. Uh, When just looking back at everything, they beat uh, Cabrini. The, the two teams I have above them, though, I like the way they're playing. And, again, maybe this is a little bit of me trying to mix the size with the would they beat them versus how good are they pound for pound. And it's hard with the D8 schools, but Mooney at nine, I know they're damn good in D8. And we might have three of the top ten teams in D8 in our area. Yeah, I tried to avoid the whole who would beat who thing there when it comes to size because I know PH would be the heavy favorite against Mooney. They um, would beat Mooney, but, but, it's not, but they also have six times as many kids. Yeah, down. but a PH is my number nine team, and the reason I have Mooney ahead of them is that Everest win. I, I like PH doesn't have that win. They don't, which is very fair, and I'm not going to say you're wrong for that. It's just, I, I yeah. Like minds can disagree. I mean, there's. Yeah. I don't think that's a wrong conclusion to come to. PH is number eight for me. Maybe it's uh, the the fact that I can call them a league champ now. I mean, Mooney was a league champ too, but Portier on high is taking care of business when they need to take care of business, and they lost a coin flip game to a rival. Yeah, but but that's that's my point. Like PH is higher on this list if they win the northern game. If they win the they, northern they game. They didn't get the that five. Whereas. Mooney, the the road win at Liggett, like now it doesn't look like much, but at the time that was a tough game. Uh, and because they played Mooney so tough in a game, all of Liggett's guys are hurt now. And th- <laughs> or they're, quit. They're, they're barely gimping through games. Uh, and, and the Everest win was was a, a very – Everest is a good football team. That was a very good win. And had they won the uh, – the seminary. seminary game, they might even be higher on my list than number eight. Which, by the way, Seminary just lost their first game of the year to Ithaca. Yeah. So, Seminary's good. Ithaca's, I think, D6. So, all right. Um, is it me or you at number eight? Uh, well, I, I've got Mooney at eight. Okay. You've got PH. I have, flipped. at Elmont, I have seven. They're, they might be playing the best football of anyone, maybe besides Armada right now. Just because they lost the head-to-head a couple weeks back, but Almont is playing where I think Coach Lusby thought they could be playing right now. It, it, it is a shame that 
they lost those two games early because basically they're a red zone touchdown away from being in the position Armada is right now and having a chance to win a share of a BWAC title against Yale. Instead, Armada made the couple plays in the second half, and it's Armada, but Almont is a damn good football team, and they're number seven. Yeah, I've got Almont at uh, number seven, and, and now here's where the fun starts. Yeah, so... <laughs> number six is usually our ugly spot, Dennis. Neither of us have ugly at number six. No. Nope. I have Port Huron Northern at number six. Basically, what it came down to is Port Huron Northern's loss was to a now four and three Mott team. North Branch's loss was to a six and one Armada team. I like, I know Mott isn't bad, and I know they've gotten players back, which have made them better, but still, I like the loss for North Branch more than I like the loss for Northern, if that makes sense. Because when you start to split hairs, that's the kind of thing you need to use as yeah. a tiebreaker. So Port here on Northern is at number six for me. And spoiler alert, North Branch is number five. Uh, and this is what I did as so well using pretty much the same philosophy. I put Northern at six, which is a big drop because they were my number one team. Yes, they were. But because they were my number one team, I expected them to beat Mott. And because North Branch was my number two team, I expected them to be able to beat Armada. North Branch had the tougher game, though, uh, and the loss to Armada is not as surprising. So I dropped Northern down to six, and I dropped North Branch down to five. Number four for me, Marine City. They continue to roll. South Lake's a nice win. I think South Lake's a good team, but it's until week nine, they don't have a chance for that big signature win and maybe it's because we don't cover South Lake and if we covered them we'd respect that win more but they just haven't had a chance to get that wow did you see what Marine City did until they played Dundee but they've been doing what they should do to teams they should beat by three scores yeah so they're number four they've won six in a row another nice win over uh, Clintondale this week but again like you said I expect them to beat Clintondale the way they beat Clintondale and I had to reward Armada, who was a little further down in my poll. They were at number five, and they knocked off the number two team on my list last week, so they had to move up. And you, you've you been kind of saying about Armada, show me, guys. show, Give me another reason to believe when you substantiate that week one. Because, again, some it's it's natural to have our bias. You saw them lose their one game, and it they, and they didn't, didn't play well. Yeah. And since then, they've been playing really well, and I've seen them play well. So that's just naturally what you see with your own two eyes. You, you tend, whether you do it or not, to value that more. Here was a hard one for me, Dennis, and I'm going to put a disclaimer that this could change and it could be no fault of the team ahead. Cross-Lex is number three. And the reason why I have Cross-Lex behind who... Armada's number two, is it comes down to this. Croslex hasn't had the opportunity to play North Branch yet, and when I wrote it out, I had three quality wins for Armada. They beat Marine City, they beat Almont, they beat North Branch. Croslex, they've beaten Swan Valley, and they've beaten Armada, haven't gotten that third one. That said, no questions asked, Croslex gets the win, they jump Armada. Just that is simply because when I looked at it, Cross Lex's resume was incomplete, and they have a chance to complete it on on Friday. So Armada fans, I know you, if you beat Richmond, you'll be feeling good. But if Cross Lex beats North Branch, 
they will make the jump ahead of you. I'm giving that warning right now. And Pioneer fans, don't worry. If you take care of business, you move up. And if not, well, you don't deserve to be number two if you can't win that game. I've got them flipped um, because, again, I saw the Cross-Lex Armada game and I can't get that image burnt out of my mind. Uh, This is a nice win for Armada. I bumped them up from five to number three. I got Cross-Lex at number two. I still value Cross-Lex's Swan Valley win, their Armada win, um, and yes, they, they need one more quality win, but they haven't had a chance to play that one more quality game yet um, other than, than the Almont thing, and again, I'm not no, no sin in losing to Almont. Um, and Cross-Lex hasn't been 100% healthy in this middle thing. That matters to me. That matters to me. Because a healthy cross-legs team is a really good team. Maybe the best team in the area. Maybe not. We have a few more weeks to, to sort all that out. But I, I've got cross-legs at number two. And say it with me, Dennis, at number one, the ugly Bearcats. Bearcats. Everyone else. <laughs> had you to put looked, them there. You, you looked to everyone else and you went, at some point, it was, I was disappointed by that result. You know who hasn't disappointed at all this year? Ugly. You know what their closest win is? It's like 35 points. And they're the only undefeated team left. They're the only undefeated team left. And before you say, well, they haven't had a test. Yes, they have. Bad Axe is 5-2. and two. Harbor Beach is 6-1. and one. Cass City and Marlette are both 4-3. and three. They've played more winning teams than non-winning and teams. And they've crushed them and all. And they have squished them like a bug under their shoe. Ubley is number one. They are the most deserving team. Argue us because I don't think you can find an argument. If you want to say, hey, if Ubley plays in the BWAC, they're not the champion. Yeah, you're right. They also do what they do with like 190 kids in their school. Yeah. Yeah, they're, 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 they're lining up with uh, – I've seen eight-man teams with more kids on the sidelines. And Ubley still manages to just be the single most dominant high school team pound for pound that this area has seen in a long time. I mean, Dennis, I mean, last year's Marine City team was really dominant, but they even, they beat Notre Dame Prep at the end by 11. They had a few games that were, I guess, within arm's reach for a bit. Ubley has shown up crush the dreams of whoever they're playing by halftime yeah. and then the second half them in the huddle talking about how they're what they're going to do in the weekend i'm not going to argue this as vehemently as you are because i don't think i have anything to argue i've kind of put ugly at six all year long because they're good but i didn't know what to do with them i know what to do with them this week the other two undefeated teams lost and ugly one ugly's number one yep Deal with it. Obli's number one. Deal with it. Anyway, that's it. Um, picks and preview Thursday. Uh, and then Friday, you'll be at the Northern game, and I'll be, be at, at the, the Cross-Lex yep. uh, North Branch game. Uh, so a lot, of, a lot of fun still to come. Already week eight. Yep. Didn't we just start like last week? And we still don't know any more now than we did that. I feel like I was just at the Almont Marysville game like a week, <laughs> maybe two weeks ago. Anyways. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.